Hey everyone, welcome back to another 31 minute podcast. This is a solo edition. Morning Jackson, he's behind the camera but doesn't have a microphone with him. Morning. Morning. So I'm going to do a beginner's guide to gut health. We get so many questions sent through, how do I start, where do I start, what do I need to do? And instead of giving people Tommy and Mick's details, I'm going to probably set the tone for what I've learned. Now, before I start this, I'm not a nutritionist, I'm not a doctor, I'm not Tommy, I'm not Mick, I'm not none of these people. I've just absorbed myself in the process and I'm going to simplify the whole thing for you as much as I can. I may get some of this information wrong. However, I have applied it and when you apply something, and that's what I do mostly, I try it, see what it's like. I'm going to try and save you some time. I'm also going to point you in the right direction. Here's what I've learned. Gut health is everything. I know we talk about gut health, but what actually is that thing? People say it a lot. What does it actually mean? But the other thing is you can't live at optimum unless you have an optimum gut health regime. That's what I've learned. That's why I'm so strict on it. I I basically live each day around gut health. And that's a decision that I made probably when I was 50, like one and a half years ago, but I I was doing it quite a bit before that. And I was learning it and seeing what happens and then taking the pods and then learning about Tommy's powders and then um, the way to eat and what food does. And here we go. So gut health is, you've got to picture it like you've got a garden inside your stomach. And your stomach is full of this bacteria which makes your body run. So microbiome, it's got all this bacteria in your stomach which keeps your gut. And the reason we talk about the gut is that that's where a lot of um, what's well, hormone, it affects your hormones, it affects your moods, it affects your like serotonin. 80% of your serotonin comes from your gut. I always thought it was from your brain, but it's not. Um, it does so many other things as well. It Obviously how you digest food. Um, affects things like um, well irritable irritable bowel it makes it I think talking to these experts and please understand this is just what I think and what I've found out I think every disease comes from your gut is because of your gut inflammation and your gut health that's what I think could be wrong but I'm pretty sure I'm right So when you go on this journey, first you've got to make a decision is, do you want to be healthy? Like, is that your number one objective? If it is, gut health living will be quite easy. If it's not, you're probably not going to stick to it. You might go on and off and on and off and on and off. Does the 80-20 rule apply with gut health? I don't think so. That's what I think. I don't think so. You either do it or you don't. Does that mean you can't have a meal that doesn't stick within your gut health regime? No, you can definitely. But I think 20% of good eating, good nutrition, good all that sort of stuff is too much. That's what I feel having lived this, you know, every day, all day, non-negotiable. That's the way I see it. So where do you start? Jackson, before we got onto this, Jackson said, where do you, maybe you could tell people where to start. That's a good point. From what I see is gut health is nutrition. But you've got to sort of know what you're eating at the same time. 
Now, this is where the experts come into play. Tommy, for instance, will tell you what to eat, when to eat, what food does what to you, how it affects your whole body. So he matches your meal plan with your bloods. So what your blood is deficient in, what your body's deficient in. So he reads your blood scan, a very in-depth blood reading, and matches your diet to your, to your blood uh, needs, like a big dashboard in a car or on an aeroplane. I can't do that. I have no idea about any of that. However, if you don't want to go and do that just yet, you might just want to start on a journey that gets you feeling a bit better. Because before I was taking the pods or I, got, I went so in-depth with Tommy, uh, I just started eating a little bit better. And then that in itself helped me a lot. And then I added things and learned things and I was sort of getting ready. It's a bit like riding a bike. You don't just jump on and start doing wheelies. You get on, wobble, get off, get on, wobble. Because you've got to change all these habits over the years. Now, not too long ago, just a few years ago, I took up bodybuilding again. And the whole bodybuilding philosophy was eat nine meals a day, chicken and rice, salmon and rice, everything in rice. Eat cereal before you train to get the insulin spike and... Uh, just eat as much calories as possible, wake up in the middle of the night, eat more food. It's really bad for you. I mean really bad for you. So you can't, you will have problems. And I started to. I started to have issues. I got a little bit of my bowel removed. Um, My appendix was enlarged, all these sorts of things. And I could feel, and I looked a bit grey. Living like that, I I was looking like grey, not that healthy. Um... And, but that was the philosophy of bodybuilding. And then you, you, know, you eat all of this food and then you lean down. So you bulk up and then lean down, bulk up and then lean down. Go back before that when I was surfing and then I wanted to be as lean as possible. I surfed again for, you know, I used to, I grew up surfing all my life and then took up surfing again when I was a little bit older and probably from 30. And then that was to be as lean as possible. All I used to eat was wheat bix and eggs. That's pretty much all I used to eat to get as lean as I could. That was really bad as well. So after a few years, I would, you know, many years, probably eight years or so, I went to the doctors and I was feeling terrible, had no energy, no good. And he was like, mate, you need to do something about this. So I have a lot of perspective. You know, I know what it's like to party and not eat for a few days and drink and, you know, take drugs and all this when I was younger again. So I look back at all these times And I reckon most of the population have zero idea on the actual optimum level of health which comes from your gut. That's what I think. Looking around, experiencing it myself, I'm not claiming to know everything at all. However, I do. I have tried all of this and now I'm dialing it in. And I reckon I've got a formula, thanks to Tommy and thanks to Mick, I reckon I've got a formula that is I have more energy than I know what to do with now. My sleep is amazing my rhythm in life is phenomenal and I'm feeling the best ever at 51, the best ever. And I'm not talking about like just glimpses of best ever. I'm talking about like motoring through the day, feeling so good that like optimum, if I could put optimum into a, into a thing, it would be me right now. That's how I feel. So I train twice a day, most days. I do all of this other stuff, ice bathing and all of this. All of these other things are useful, but they're secondary. The first thing is 
your inner self. And I noticed my skin was getting really not that healthy looking a while ago. And I said to Tommy, I really want better skin. And he's like, mate, that's easy. And he wrote me out a diet for skin and he started me on these things. And then off we went. And so, and now my skin is, um, look, it's, I've got not that great skin, white and freckly. <laughs> not the best skin in the world. Jackson has olive skin. He's got his mum's skin. But for what I've got, I'm feeling it's a hundred million times better than it was. So where do you start? Whole foods. You've got to eat whole foods. And organic, no exception, as much as possible. And if you can eat things like good fats and take out stuff in your diet, so good fats, you want to eat things from the ground, you know, carrots and beetroots and all of this. This is if you don't have a meal plan from someone like Tommy or you're not eating the pods yet or anything like that. So you want to eat stuff that's organic and natural. I don't eat anything processed now, not one thing. I don't eat any extra sugar. I don't eat anything that's uh, like nothing with wheat in it. I don't eat red meat anymore. And uh, well, if I had to, I would eat a bit if I was out, if I had to, but I wouldn't eat it. It's not like I'm like, I'm never eating it again, but it's not in my diet now. I eat a lot of fish. I eat the same meals every day. So what you want, you... What, I, what, what I've done and what I think you want your body to do is get really used to eating the same um, nutrient-rich nutrient things every day in a really nice rhythm. So if, and you don't, want to, you don't want to spike your insulin. What do I, what I mean by spiking? When you eat spiking your insulin, when, what I'm, let me start that bit again. You don't want to spike your insulin all the time. So what I think people do and what happens out there is they eat all this rubbish. So like it might be cereal or it might be, you know, like white bread and um, it might be lollies. It could be chips. It could be fast food. It could be this. And it overloads your system and your insulin spikes through the roof and you have this up and then you have this crash, but your body's got to deal with it. I don't drink caffeine anymore. I don't, no, no energy drinks, no caffeine, um, nothing. And you might be listening to this thinking, oh, you've got to live a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Like, I understand that. But you've also, I put health over living a little bit. And so I had, um, I went to pizza with the kids the other night and I had a pasta. And that's not in the eating thing, but I just had a pasta with cherry tomatoes and things like this. You can still choose quite well, even if you're out and about and doing your thing. But it is all about a, a firm decision on how you want to be. And it's a long-term decision. It's not, this is, this is a lifestyle. So it's not about, I'm going to eat well and just feel better for five minutes. And then slowly your habits come back in and you're eating chocolates and you're eating stuff and you're eating all these sorts of things because you're used to it. It's about how... What sort of person do you want to build in the next one, two, three, five years? And it starts from the inside out. So I look at all these foods now since I've learned about them and I can't believe what people eat, like us as humans. 
We eat these processed things from a factory with almost no nutritional value. And half of it's lies. 30 grams of protein, fiber, this and that's rubbish. That, I don't think that's true at all. I don't know how they measure that. But you can't have something sitting in a bag on the shelf for weeks and eat it and it be any good. Good food goes off. That's one thing that I've really looked, I look at these things saying, if that was good food, it wouldn't be able to sit on a shelf for weeks at a time. So eating regularly, I'll just tell you what I eat now. So I, I get up and I cleanse my intestinal system first and I drink a couple of things. Hydration's very important. Hydrate, I've tripled my amount of water intake coconut water intake coconut water has 80 percent of the minerals that you need to stay hydrated so i drink a mixture of filtered water coconut water all day i never used to drink enough and i think that's one of the reasons my skin was looking dehydrated but i didn't i didn't think i needed it but i did so i'll be hydrated then i have a really great breakfast paleo toast i eat a lot of paleo stuff like well, no, I don't. That's not right. I eat paleo bread. If I'm going to eat bread, I eat buckwheat bread, paleo bread. It's actually nicer than the other one. It doesn't make you feel glugged and, and not so good. Then I'll eat whole eggs, carrots, Lebanese cucumbers, mushrooms, onions, garlic, ginger. I make it all. It takes about 10 minutes every morning. I make that. Avocado and I eat the same breakfast every day. Your body gets used to this thing because you've got to see it. It's a little bit of nutrient, little bit of nutrient, little bit of nutrient, every meal, every meal, every meal. That's why it adds up over time. And all of a sudden, 12 months down the track or six months, you'll notice it straight away pretty much. But over time, six months down the track, people start going, wow, you look really vibrant. You're glowing, things like this. You'll see, they start to say it. And then I have one of Tommy's protein shakes at 10.30 every morning. Before breakfast, sorry, I have the pods and I have the powder. That's a different thing altogether. I have to, we can talk about that later, but they're, they're, they're designed for gut health. But then I have a lunch at the same time, about 12.30, and it's a similar sort of lunch to breakfast, but a bit more like nuts and olive oils and um, seeds, fish, sardines, sweet potato, stuff like that. And then I'll have a... Um, I might have a shake, a green shake, and which is uh, one of Tommy's green shakes, which is not a gainer shake. It's one that's full of green, nutrient-rich stuff, okay? I didn't exactly know what's in there, but it's, it's green. It's green, and it's more like the green spirulina type of vibe. And then I'll train. I'll have a shake after that, and then I'll have a, a moderate dinner, and then I'm in bed, and I don't eat after 7 o'clock. Seven o'clock is super important as a cutoff because then your body, and I don't eat till about seven again the next morning. So I have 12 hours of fasting every night when my body can get on top of my digestive system. And it's helped me amazingly. I used to get up hungry in the middle of the night all the time and go and have a binge. This is, you know, a couple of years ago and I'd go and have a binge of chocolate or anything I could find really because my body was craving it. And I don't know why, maybe my hormones were out, maybe my gut was not working properly, I'm not sure. But now I don't have any cravings. I don't, I don't have cravings for anything else outside of what I eat now and in that nice rhythm 
And if anything, if I do eat a meal that's not in line with my gut health design, I actually miss the meal I would have eaten otherwise. So I've attuned my body to all of these amazing feeling foods and it's taken a little bit to do that, to change all of my habits. And now I look at protecting my gut health because I feel like I'm on top of it. So think of the outcome of that. There's always you know, an input and a reaction. The input is I've had to change my mindset, my habits, my foods, my surroundings, my all that sort of stuff. And the times that I eat, I've got to make more effort in that area. But I did a video a while ago or a podcast a while ago, you want it, you'll do it. I really want to be optimum health, as healthy as possible. And unless your gut health is right, you can run all you want. You can do all the cardio that you want. Here's the thing. Here's the crux of it all. Your energy comes from the health of your gut. That's what I've noticed. So your microbiome is like a garden in your stomach. You've got all this bacteria in there that does all their jobs, takes the good nutrients out, gets rid of the not so good stuff, and then works it, works it, works it like a factory and it feeds your body. And then you've got mitochondria. Mitochondria are like all these little motors that gets fed by your body and gives you energy. Think about it. Where does your energy come from? It comes from somewhere. Your mitochondria, I think there's 40 quadrillion mitochondria in your body and they all have a little motor on them. And they all rev at some, I don't know the number, but it's some ridiculous amount, like 13,000 revs per minute. That could be wrong, but it's like around that. And you've got all of these little mitochondrias that are electrifying your body and powering up your body to have full energy. So if you wake up lethargic, if you're going through the day with crashes of energy, I used to, I used to have naps in the car all the time. If you can't, if you've got brain fog, if you're not like totally clear and pumping along and, you know, just bursting out of your skin, it's probably because you're not feeding your gut right. That's how important it is. So the trajectory that I want to be on is better and better and better and better and better and better and better. But the way I see it now, it's one meal at a time. That's how important this is. It's not just gut health. Like this, everyone talks about gut health. Um, I saw an ad for a gut health powder the other day on Instagram, and he said, "If you want optimum gut health, take this powder." Maybe so, but it's way more than that. It is way more than that. It's a decision about your life. It's a decision about every ingredient in every meal. Society today and the foods that we're provided, they're no good. I think we're getting poisoned. I really do. And then the things that we put on our body, Tommy said to me a while ago, never put anything on your body you wouldn't eat. So now I put coconut oil on my skin. He makes a certain um, moisturized um, moisturizer mick also makes a a moisturizer for your face um i don't put anything on my skin i wouldn't otherwise eat what a great statement that was really made me think about things i used to put fake tan on my body on my face every day for like 30 years fake tan has so much bad ingredients in it if you look at it everything is like a chemical and I said to Tommy the other day, I don't need fake tan anymore because I used to be so paranoid because my face is so white. He says, when you're really healthy, you don't need that sort of stuff because your body, the I don't know what it's called, maybe the melatonin or something in your body, it, it, it takes over and you start to look like you're not tanned, but 
like a nicer, richer color. So I haven't put fake tan on my face for probably, or maybe not a year, but close to now. And I wouldn't go out of the house without it before. Things are happening. Things are changing. So here I sit today with all of this experience about gut health now because of what I've like done. And I'm talking to you about where do you get started. First, it's a decision. You've got to make a decision. I've tried to get Jackson to start. He just doesn't. Can't be bothered. But that's him. He's young. If you're young, it's even more the reason to do it. Because I think most diseases come from your gut. That's a big statement. But I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But I, I can see that if you're feeling great, if your body's operating at optimum, it's, I, think, I think when people get sick, it's just a reflection of what's going on inside of them. That's what I think. I could be wrong. I don't know. But I'm, I'm starting to see this stuff. There's a correlation between what you eat, how you treat your body, and how you live. That's what I, that's what I see. So I'm like, okay, let's really dial down on optimum, what goes in your body then. Like, let's dial down on that part and see how we feel. I think this is about trying it. Just try it and see what happens. Alcohol, I've said it a thousand times before, but alcohol is alcohol. What do you put on a, a cut when you need to protect it from infection? Alcohol. It kills everything. So why would you put that in your gut? It's going to kill your farm. It's going to kill the bacteria farm. I wouldn't touch it at all, let alone all the other stuff that it does. It's a poison. You might feel good for five minutes, but sniffing glue is the same thing. Shooting up heroin is the same thing. Why, don't, why wouldn't you do that? Because it's not good for you. That's why. But we think alcohol is a social great thing. I put health over socialising, standing there drinking five beers, let alone what it does the next day to you. Caffeine dehydrates you. It ages you. It constricts your capillaries in your brain. And also that's why people get headaches. You know, when they're... When they either have caffeine for too much or they sometimes they're just dehydrated and get headaches. You know, um, caffeine's no good for you. You might get a hit for five minutes, but it's not worth the longer-term overflow. It's not worth the longer-term reaction to it. It's just not. And I'm not telling you what to do, but if you really look into these things, they're not good for you. I don't take any pre-workout now when I work out. Do I, do I always love working out? No, but when I get started, it feels like... I'm right into it. That's more just because I work out in the afternoon now. It's a busy day. But imagine taking pre-workout. Imagine taking pre-workout and then finishing at 5.30 after the gym or 6 o'clock and then you've got to go to sleep. So your sleep is the centrepiece of everything in your life that's good. Without enough sleep, you're way behind from the moment you get up. So I go to bed at 8.30, 9 o'clock at the latest now. I have my wind-down session of what that is, sauna and ice bath and things like this. No blue light an hour before I go to bed. No eating after 7 o'clock. Take my glutamine just before I go to go to, go to bed. I've got my digestive system that starts to filter this stuff out and has a bit of a break of overloading it. Then I get up and I'm ready to go again. Firing on 100 cylinders like firing so hard these days that as I get older, I'm getting better. It's not the other way around. So if you want to see what you're capable of, 
You can't do it without full energy momentum, full energy momentum. You will radiate energy. If you, if you are on this journey, I'll guarantee you that you will radiate energy. You'll feel the best you've ever felt. Sure, it's difficult. You've got to change things. You've got to make time for this stuff. You've got to allow for it. But you can't go to the gym every day by not actually making an appointment and going there. People go to the gym for 45 minutes. Why wouldn't you plan your meals as well the same thing? People seem to be able to block out the gym. You can't get any benefit from the gym without actually going there. So the meals are the same. <clears throat> if anything, more important. I th- I'd put meals over more important than the gym. That's how I see it now. That's how in the, in the order of health, sleep, number one, meals, number two, movement, number three. That's, that's how important it is. Every single thing that goes in your body has an effect. Your energy is driven by what you eat and the level of hydration that you have. If you want to just get started on this stuff, just eat organic, whole foods, three meals a day with, you know, do not eat protein shakes that um, with emulsifiers and corn syrup and all this. Tommy makes a natural protein shake that's licensed in this country, handmade, that's phenomenal for you. Phenomenal. It's amazing. Doesn't even feel like you've drank in it. Great stuff. There are people out there that know way more than me or you. Track them down. Understand what their knowledge is and put it into your life little bit by little bit by little bit. This is a progressive thing. And once you start to do that, you will never turn back because you will meet the best version of yourself not too far down the track and you'll get so excited by it and so addicted to the journey of journey of better that you'll never want to get off of that. Why would you? Because life matches the person that you are and the person that you are is determined by the choices that you make. If you are finding the best version of yourself one day after the next, it becomes this, this path of excitement. And if you're living in this heightened state of energy and excitement every day, life is just going to match. It's a mirror. So the question is, do you really want to live life at optimum? If you do, it starts today. Let's do this.